Hey, Pulpets, as a quick reminder to check us out at our website, Pulpery.com, and to follow us on Twitter, at Pulpery, for all of our latest updates and our commentary on the sports and nerd world. Hey, everyone, just wanted to take a quick moment to promote a small American business, The Goddamn Sauce. They produce a wide range of sauces that range from replacing the condiments in your refrigerator to hot sauces to give you that little extra that you need in your food. I have tried all of them. I personally like the original Goddamn Sauce and their mango sauce. These are perfect for dipping, for sandwiches, and for marinades, whatever you like. So head on over to thegdsauce.com and place your order today. Yeah, but it's like it looks like a a dime bag Ziploc. Oh lord! Like it's it's this big, right? And it's got beads with his little guy. Yeah. And two buttons. And two stickers. And then and then a card that says to follow him. And on the back, it's got a quirky code that you can just scan to get to his stuff. He's got merch. Welcome to Pulpourri, the podcast where we converse about the sports world, nerd culture, where the two intersect, and many points in between. It's Tuesday, December 7th, and we're looking for answers like PSG is no longer looking for Neymar to return. How will Bamford's return impact Leeds and the Premier League? When will the Saints season end for the love of God? And is the SEC in complete control of college football operation? All that and more on Pulpery with Brock and Ben. Yeah, we're right. I just I just hit record, so we might as well. Yeah. All right. So that was the uh, all that gold we just lost. No. <laughs> Damn it, man. We had so much, so much. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Bamford, it was a lot of dead space. So Bamford and Ailing are back from their COVID. Oh, <laughs> Damn it. So they're back. Bamford not the whole game. But neither did Ailing. They both came on. Yeah, or at the, like the 60th minute. Yeah, Roughly which is where I guess you figured they played with the under-23s the week before. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> We're officially back on Tuesday's recording. So. Yeah. <laughs> Last and, time. And both shows. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we won't discuss that. Well, <clears throat> we get into that later. But, yep. yeah, so I think it's I, – I, I hate to say it, but, I mean, yeah, other than, you know, finally Tyler Roberts getting a goal. the That's huge. Yeah, the first – other than that, like the first half and the, I mean, for Leeds fans, the first what twenty minutes of the second half wasn't much. Other than you just going, what the how how like you just drop a two goal lead right out the gate, yeah, or that's a the, one goal lead right that, at the gate. That's league. the thing because the first half they should have probably had at least two goals. Well, that seems to be our reoccurring thing. Yeah, which is have. why my first thing is not really, but yeah, it goes without saying that. Yeah. We don't score goals. And then hemorrhage goals at the worst possible time. <laughs> like, that should have been an easy, easy win. Yeah, I don't want to – I don't want to count Brentford out well, no, too much. I mean, they're, I mean, they're up there. They're in that – well, I, 
I, I kept thinking about it. Like, they're in that position Leeds was in last year. Like exactly. No, nobody knows how to really how they're playing right now. So right. they're kind of, well, you know, all over the place. So, but, yeah, I mean, it, I think it shouldn't have been – we should have had more goals for the two goals given up when that big of a deal. And I don't even think that the two goals given up shouldn't have happened. I, I mean, definitely one of them. Yeah, but, well. Um, but <sighs> – they just they do that at the world. They just like the the defensive lead just gets easily confused at times. Where and granted to was that after that was after Cooper Cooper had come yeah. off right. right. So and he's the one who, with all his wanting, <laughs> anger issues, <laughs> wanting to tackle people in the box, um, he controls the back line. So that's why he's oh. the fucking captain. Right. And when he went out, it was. It wasn't set pieces, but set pieces are always an issue for Leeds to defend. Yeah, but yeah, they have it. That hadn't been their strong suit, and, no. Then, no. Um, and then we have. But for the, I mean, on the plus side, like that was the. There were so many boxes checked with Bamford and Ailing. Yes, exactly. It was like you know, first off, like you get to see how the team plays when they're back. Yep. And it was there was a little more amped up even without Phillips and all that, and then not only so the Bamford's goal comes off a set piece, yes, and it comes off an assist by Ailing. Right. So it's like all this everything worked. Yeah, Rafina to Ailing to Bamford, and then it all and uh, gels. Yeah, and Ailing even slid in to play a more defensive role when Cooper got hurt. Yeah, let's see. Now they brought in Furpo and pushed Ailing up. Is what happened. So yeah, which is why he was. Did everybody hear that? <laughs> no, <laughs> damn That's it. just on us. Um. Yeah. So it's it's it it was nice to see. And my thing is is that if they can bottle that, and with what what's rolling, like so if when they can get Tyler Robertson and he, you know, is able. I to I think he's the capitalize. natural replacement for Phillips being out. Yeah. I mean, so if you especially have, with Sturrock being gone, because he could sit back there and play that deep-lying playmaker role. Yeah. But, but I, we don't um, know about him. Exactly. <laughs> God damn it. But we it, get two back and we lose two. That's why we can't have nice things. But if you could have – even if we went back to kind of like last year where if that those front lines can work. So if you have Rafina and James and Bamford working in sync together – Yes, because they're all. I mean, if getting Bamford back in, I think that that goal on Sunday was massive. That's for how him, it should be. Getting him back <clears throat> into the groove of it. And Rafina's always done his thing on the wing. Yeah. And gets the ball. If he's not going to shoot, he's going to get the ball in front of goal. But right, James on the other side, and then <sighs> if they James, we'll talk about him in a minute. And then Ailing pushing if, forward, doing right. what he does, and exactly. then they all because Rafinha can come inside. Actually, they both do it. And yeah. then somebody's covering the space outside, be it Dallas or Ailing. And now you have the focal point again? Yeah. They'll be fine. Remember, you got Gerhardt on the bench. Yeah. Oh, the I mad, love that kid. The mad blonde. I love that. <laughs> Phil Foden has looked good. Yeah. Foden, is that his name? No, that's the guy who plays for uh, City. God damn it. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Clear time. Well, one of the one of the young kids, or yes, one, or the, the kid who was hurt for like twelve months. Oh yeah, 
we all, we always go through this, and we went through this last last recording where we talked about him, and we can't remember his last name. No, and I'm I, and I wrote it down too. Yeah, it just shows you. Well, so as you as you are looking that up, my my point about that is is that after that murder run at Christmas, and now apparently once we get past Forshaw, Forshaw, thank you, we get past the the two games at West Ham after the New Year. <laughs> Eight if, days of each other. If the core can gel, they could they could rattle off wins. My big thing is make it through December, man. Yeah, I got you know like. Pick up some, pick up draws on the road, and sure. pick, try to pick up a win or two. So what? Chelsea at Chelsea, City at City, Arsenal well, at home, and then at Liverpool. Right, and as and as we're as we were discussing before, and this hasn't changed that much. So unless they just shit the bed completely, again they're three, they're literally three points out of a point tie for the top ten. Right. Now their their goal their goal matter, differential is not going to help. On points, them. six points from just right outside the Europa League spot. So, two football matches. Exactly. You so know, if you were to beat Wolves, you'd almost be swapped with them right now. Right. You know. So, so if they could draw in that little death spell through the Christmas and break, hope that you, or some you of play Chelsea games. on the road on the eleventh, yeah. this weekend, and then Man City on Tuesday. Man City will have played this weekend, today, this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. So it'll be their fifth game in a week. Yeah, it's too bad we can't play them in the Champions League where they seem to lose more. Yep. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but that is perfect. And we've talked about Pep. And, you know, it was their B team. Right. But you shouldn't lose. You you're Man City. You were like in the finals. You're this unstoppable force, and you can't. You, and they've lost twice so this year. So it is. Yeah. And they were and they were bad them. games. I mean, it's not like they. No, they. I don't think they lost to. I moved away from the Champions League because the computers. Well, I mean, at least with with that, they haven't been. It hasn't been like say Premier League where they're just dominant. No. Constantly. Right. So. Well, because they. They are built for the Premier League, right? That's just. <sighs> but Fuck as you pointed out, like, right, and not to stay on Champions League for too long, but if they, well, you, they you, can always roll out their starting lineup. I mean, their their B team's good, but at any point, you just roll out your start your normal starters, and then you can dominate. Actually, I lie. They did start. Folan, Grealish, Mares, De Bruyne, or for, yeah, no, they started the first team. Well, that's that's a little different, right? I'm telling you, they got a lot of people on the bench and a and a big yeah. squad. But who am I kidding? Nobody's catching them, Liverpool or Chelsea in the Premier League. No, that's gonna, which is probably the way they want it. It'll come down to a nice little three-team battle. That's exactly probably what it is. They're all end. one point. Um, it's like the it's like the SEC of Premier League. We're gonna go they there just, already. They just rig it. No, well, motherfuckers. We're gonna come back around. Later. So, although before one last thing, I didn't even write it down is Leeds becoming the next rich club in the yeah. Premier League. The Forty ers group that we've talked about before completely buying them out. 
if they don't if they completely buy them out and keep the structure the way it is right watch out yeah i mean if you got if you got deep pockets right and with the way that um and i always forget what their director's name is but the like that yeah i know who you're talking about who's who's he's argentinian too i think and then um, there's the italian guy yeah um that yeah i mean they could I, they know how to pick personnel it's just this will give them more money for their youth teams right which are already really good yeah exactly they're under 23s as you've seen with everybody being hurt have been able to step in and not look ridiculous yeah (laughs) i I guess that yeah that's the best you can hope for right yeah because we're not winning games or anything so yeah chelsea stumbled this weekend so we'll see what happens. And again, I think they well, they were playing West Ham, so they were playing it for a I mean, West Ham has turned into a giant killer this year. Like they Which is why they sit in fourth, yeah. right? But is it I thought Lukaku's still out. He came Or is on, he unlimited? Yeah, he's unlimited. He's, he's limited. He's yeah. not back full. I don't think he's played a full game. Yeah. They played hella early this week, so Hella. Hella. <laughs> um I can't find their lineup. But it, Yeah, see, well, but at any rate But they yeah, still they play, they're played their A team too. They still have a bad run and they're still like six points ahead of the next team. Yes. Like of, of the fourth place team. So yeah. they don't those I mean, top three, or, again, they'd have to shit the bed completely. To, or those top three just eat each other alive. Because yeah. there is a, what, six-point gap between top three and everybody else. Yeah. And the top three are three points from each other, two points from each other. But to go into both both points that we made, I mean, it seems like, it, I mean, if things stay relatively the same, West Ham is going to be the gatekeeper Correct. to the top yep. four. So. And who was it last year? Chelsea. Yeah. So, we'll see. The second half of the year, those Champions League games and FA Cup games get start getting in the way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about West Ham. I don't know how their bench looks, but who knows? We can see them stumble. Well, Antonio Conte could, you know, do Antonio Conte things. You fucking read my mind. Yeah, well, I mean, they're in fucking fifth already. Yeah, I mean, he can work his dark magic. I love it. He's Italian. And- well, because like at this point, you would think for them it would be, you're probably not not going to be able to win the league, but you could no, still no, no. get in. You could still get into a champion league spot. Yep. And you could make a run on the FA Cup, which is in England. That's what like it's silverware. The most important thing yep, this year. It would be silverware for so, Tottenham. Yeah. And that's. But it's funny now. <laughs> and Conte would have another fucking trophy to put. yeah he could be in my first and i wouldn't even hear a full year <laughs> not a full one you can just back that truck up right here here's my address motherfuckers he'll have to top messi's ballon d'or picture where right he's like, i mean he's close <laughs> fuck laying in his what is that like i don't even know like an imperial was. king bed it was <laughs> it was not the throne to rule them all or anything so, <laughs> well, he only needs two more to make a throne out of his Ballon d'Or trophy. Yeah. Oh, that would be if he melted them down <laughs> like swords. <sighs> that would be uh, well done. So, so yeah, and then the, 
last thing. <laughs> Tottenham, Man United, Arsenal are all outside the top five. Right. And those those are all teams that have had serious issues and are trying to right the ship. Arsenal is the only one I think that didn't have to go through a did they change coaches? I don't think they did. Um, not this year. No, yeah. they actually stuck with the guy. Yeah. Um, and they're back in, almost back in. It's probably because Saka, he, he got his mind right after missing the penalty this summer, which we all know. When they lost to Italy. When they lost to Italy in the, yeah. champ, in the Euros. <laughs> <clears throat> so he could have got his mind right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he's been on a tear recently. Yeah. He's 18 years old. Good for him. Good for you. And he's got a... He's got a good, recognizable last name, too. So that's always a plus. Yes. Saka. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I guess what was it this last? Was it this last weekend? Manu was the first game under under the German, or I don't think he. No, it was no, no. Michael he was Carrick. he was still observing. The yes. German was observing. Zijoman. This is the first week for the German. And the German is scared. I mean, he could come in and be like Klopp. That's kind of what he does. Yeah. Well, Fuck. Oh, well, that's where, not, I mean, to kind of bring this full circle to Ted Lasso, like, that was the last thing I saw was Ego. He brought in a sports psychologist because he was like, yes, the, like the did. problem's in yep. their heads. It's yep. not in their it, he, fucking feet. He's like, I, it's not right. Which, and I mean. He, he, he gets it. Yeah, that's a fucking smart-ass move. Did. And yeah. then he didn't go to the pitch. He. I'm going to observe. Yeah. It's a very German. You bring in a psychologist and you observe from afar. That's ooh. very good systematic approach. Right? <laughs> Everybody, it was like, ole, ole, sunshine. He's, he won yeah. trophies for us. He scored Champions League final. Not sure he was that good a tactician. But so I think. We'll see. The German. I just I, I saw that headline about the sports psychologist, and I thought about what we mentioned last week. And going, like, I mean, clearly there's larger issues at Man U other than just going, like, payroll. Like, there's structural damage. And, yes, and there has been because they went the George Steinbrenner in the 80s route and just started buying all these names. <laughs> right. Throwing out cash. Buying all these names, and it's not a team. Yeah. Juventus is trying to wash that stench off of them. It's like, it's like a debutante them. ball out there. Yeah, and you got people, it's just too many alpha males. Yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows? Well, I did word. Too much drama is what it is. And we'll get to your drama in just a second, but that does, the only other thing I want to say about Champions League is what we mentioned before is talk about divas. So with PSG losing one of their divas in Neymar, and then they come out, they've been they've been with, playing really well without him. Well, that's because Messi is finally. Well, I mean, like maybe, and and to me, I wonder if if that's also that's a boost to Mbappe. Is he got one less ego out on yeah, the cause pitch? Yeah, because Di Maria is playing the other side now, yeah. right? So Di Maria knows his place. Yeah, and he's Argentinian with, and he's been playing with Messi his See, entire life. So. I think Mbappe, when Ma- the first thing I noticed when you showed me the replay of Messi's golazo, golazo oh, yeah. was how stoked him and Mbappe were. Yeah. Like genuinely stoked. So maybe, I mean, like to me, like that's just funny is that if it's 
the idea of like that they are real divas and that like they finally got one out of the way like they're the third you know, wheel real housewives of atlanta that's exactly what they did <laughs> like so they got one real. in jail <laughs> real housewives of it's the parisian wheel yeah <laughs> jesus so uh, but it's to me that that's the if that if that team starts functioning and that that changes the whole dynamic of the Champions League, and then they're they're on par with the with the German because the well, Germans and the Dutch. The other thing is the Dutch. They're going to f- yeah. We'll we sh- we'll get to them. Small hands. Dutch. Yeah. See, PSG just ran up against Man City. They lost the group by one point. Yeah. So. Uh, so which means they're a second place team and can draw someone like. The Germans <laughs> and Bayern Munich. Yeah, but which, I mean, like Dortmund's starting to catch fire, and with Holland. Well, who beat Man City? There was it Leipzig. Yes. So I they're mean, in the Europa League. Yeah, but it's it, that, that's still. I mean, there's there's still enough games in the match play, or sorry, the group stage. That I mean, you know, any one of those teams kind of gets a little hot. Yeah, like I well, you got and then, kind of guaranteed wins for for the rest of the group stage, moving into the and with those four spots left, a lot of those lesser teams are going to yeah, be fighting the, uh, it out. Well, I they just I just like for. that man man you I believe can still mathematically miss out on the knockout. I thought they were locked in. See, they're at ten points. Villarreal's at seven, and Atalanta's at six. Yeah. So I don't know what the tiebreaker is. Villarreal, went, oh wait, maybe they're playing each other. But if Villarreal wins, they're on, they're both sitting on ten points. Yeah. Oh no, you're right. They're in it because Atalanta can't catch them. Yeah. So they're locked in. Fuckers. But they could easily go out like the first round of the knockout. Yeah, they'll be a first place team, but then they can run across someone like I don't know Barcelona, <laughs> Inter, Atletico Madrid. Yeah. PSG. Or like yeah, or if they're not high enough, they'll get thrown up against Bayern or Ajax in the first first match. Watch, I you know how every single year I say it. There's always like one random team in the final four that nobody saw coming. Yeah. Last year it was Chelsea, and they won the whole fucking thing. Yeah. The year before it was PSG, although people that was COVID. It doesn't really fucking matter. Mm-hmm. You know, Tottenham work their way to a final. Like, there's True, always yeah. that one random team. Yeah. So, Ix is my pick. Yeah, they keep playing like they have, but I can't see it. So, and I think they're way up in the league too. So, sorry, Dave. There you go, buddy. Um, so it's one of those things. But if you coast too much in the league, when those Champions League nights come around, yeah, you can't just turn a switch. Oh, that fucking Champions League is so hard to win. Well, and and speaking of a team that might have to win the whole fucking thing in order to stay in. Would be Juventus. Yeah, boys. Yeah, my boys. <laughs> Jesus. They righted the ship a little. Just Chiesa's injury. Sting, oh, it stings my heart. But they've won two games without him. So Paulo Dybala is back to doing Paulo Dybala things. I love it. I couldn't love it more. <laughs> I can, seriously, I I can't. I, they're fine. But they're sitting in fifth place. I think they're too far back of the top three. It's kind of like the Premier League 
and that yeah. the top three are way ahead of everybody else, unfortunately. But is it but, still? It's still for the. Or I mean, like in in Syria, it's still top four get yes. a shot. So. and it's and it, so here's the top four: Milan, Inter, Napoli, Atalanta. Atalanta's at thirty four points. Juventus twenty seven. Good lord. Yeah. That's t- that's the top four. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe you put all your eggs in the Champions League like Chelsea did with Didier Drogba however many years ago that was. I think they were sitting in like sixth. Yeah. And but won the whole fucking thing. Beat Bayern in the final. It's funny, though, how Juventus and Atalanta are like yep. the opposites. Yes. Where Atalanta is the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> To Juventus's New York Yankees for all you <laughs> all you Americans, that's exactly what that is. And then you've got like oil money, oil money, terrorist money, oil money, <laughs> running the rest of Italy. So that's the that's the on the pitch thing. Juventus right in the ship. They scored a couple of goals. That's fine. Maratta got in an argument with Allegri. Wish I could. Sp- Speak Italian, I, I can't, or read lips. So that was fun. Now. Or maybe they were just putting in their food order for that night. Aggressively <laughs> putting in their food order. <laughs> These motherfuckers. I'd have loved it. And the camera stayed on them, too. Just, and the, the soccer matches are, I think everybody uses the same feed. Right, Like yeah. all the countries do. Yeah, it's like the in-stadium feed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so they, they're, they they're showing that for the there. audience. Right. <laughs> they just kept it on them, and the announcers are just like, yeah, they seem to be – he didn't like to be taken off there. And I'm sure they were fucking – Well, knowing ESPN, they probably have announcers that don't even speak Italian, so. Yeah, and the Italian wasn't calling the game. Yeah. So <laughs> but they, they had lots of hand gestures. <laughs> the best part of all this, Marata's Spanish. So they could have been yelling at neither one of them. <laughs> Although I guess they all speak English. So now to the fun stuff with Italy being investigated. Oh, that's right. For fixing the books on transfers. That where is it? Is it the is it the national team or is it just like the whole? No, it's just system. Like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, like there was a transfer between Juventus. And again, I've not read the book on how transfers work other than you buy a player and then pay his contract. You have to negotiate how much you're going to buy the player from the club you're buying him from. Yeah. So what they're saying is there was a bunch of shady business Um, in those, in between those. And I... Overvaluing, undervaluing, not reporting. Not to be, not to be mean about it, but it's an right. Italian league Correct. with foreign investors in it. Correct. I mean, the whole. Th- I mean, if you just said that, if that was a premise of a James Bond movie, you know where your villain's coming from. Like, there's going to be corruption. Dude, that would be. You can do a franchise, and it's of underneath the, the FIFA umbrella. Like right. the whole thing's. <laughs> you can. You can Netflix. Get on that shit. I mean, the only the only thing that actually might be a surprise would be, like, where the mob connection is, and it would not be where you think it is. Oh, no. Like, like no. Like, the Sicilians are just in, like, the vending. Yes. <laughs> yep. No, no, no. There is a dark, shadowy figure 
kind of like in the Wheel of Time. That black sh- whatever. We'll, we'll do that too. Yeah, <laughs> running the whole thing. But they're talking about point deductions, possible relegation. Could you imagine that, Juventus? It would be so fucking Juventus for them to win the Champions League yeah. and then get relegated <laughs> to Serie B. I wouldn't even be able to watch them, I don't think. Would they still be eligible the next year? I mean, they're they're winners. Why right, not? Yeah. Who gives a fuck where they're at? So, but then they could theoretically be like the first second tier correct team. Yes, I don't think they because I think they were in seventh place when they got relegated previously. Yeah. After they won <clears throat> the World Cup. Um. But so, that, yeah, that but, also tells you, I mean, is it something like after they win a major championship, they got to get, they have to fuck themselves? Yeah, so the other one was they were being investigated during the World okay. Cup. Yeah. This one, they're being investigated prior to, oh, I guess it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah, Euros right. and then. Then the Euros, so they were yeah. smashed in there, and then the World <laughs> Cup's coming up. So, yeah, basically the same thing. So what we're telling you is Italy's winning the World Cup. Yeah, since they're being investigated. Correct. <laughs> But that is why it, ever since... That's why they didn't make it four years ago, because there was no investigation going correct. on. Correct. So, and they might not make it this year. Fuck. That's, that's a fucked up mentality, right? <laughs> it is. But that's, hey, it's Italians. That's why the... Oh, that's beautiful. We just cracked the code right there. <laughs> so, if you didn't follow that, Juventus won nine trophies in a row. They're the Yankees of... Italian football. Yeah. Everybody hates them. Except for except for their fan base. Except for our fan base. And they can go down to Serie B, which is a second level team, and still win the Champions League. Yeah. That if this if this magical sequence plays out. Please let it I, That please. would be that yeah. Oh, that would be so much fun. And it well, would be a gigantic fuck you because they could get paid by the Champions League. That would also put UEFA and 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 the Champions League in such an awkward fucking spot of how to deal with that. And then Yeah, I mean that you can't and then that would expose the level of corruption within that organization. Exactly. Which is why they're so, the sh- that's the why House they're of so cards adamant about <laughs> shutting down that Super League. Because <laughs> it's like once you get a peak, you that's it. Just, I can't wait for it to happen to the Premier League in about 12 years. Yeah. Dickheads. <sighs> so that's be it. Fun. That, that's, that's Juventus. Yeah. Well. Paulo Dybala's back. Oh, and my son got hurt, too. So he's nursing. Yeah, injury. I heard about that. Yeah. He'll yeah. be back for. World Cup qualifiers. qualifiers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. He better be. We need him. <laughs> I made a couple of calls. Sent him, sent him, I'm text messaging every 10, send 12 him a minutes. care package. <laughs> Ooh. No, I don't think you can. Oh, you can order strippers remotely, can't you? You got to get a lot of bubble wrap for that, though. Yeah, I can't just call like Turin, Italy, Shit and be man. like, uh, "I needed to send it a hose." <laughs> That's it. We're, we're done. <laughs>
They have barbecue sauces and hot sauces that are delicious and amazing. Their barbecue sauces are their original and spicy barbecue, pineapple and ginger, and mambo barbecue sauce. Their hot sauces are their honeycomb hot sauce, sriracha garlic, lemon pepper, ginger ghost, tomato habanero, mango habanero, and curry reaper pepper. Do yourself a favor. Go to thegdsauce.com and place your order today. Suck. That's it. The end. Yeah. No, there's there are multiple issues. Well, it were. I, I will say this is that among the five game losing streak, among the you know the shock and outrage, I do have to point out a buddy of mine just keeps screaming via Facebook comments on all the people being like, "What's going on with the Saints?" It's just going like injuries, and that that is true. Okay, it's here. It's not a hard equation. It's yeah. Injuries plus, or excuse me, injuries. Yeah, injuries yeah. plus Drew Brees being gone. But that could be like a plus negative. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Both of them together. That's where my brain went. It's like you can't do a negative. At any rate, that's why. Well, and, the, and not to pat ourselves on the back, but remember at the beginning of the season – what we said the one thing that could really hurt the Saints, A, being injuries, and B, our depth chart was not that good. It was crap. Right. Like and we're seeing we how that plays out. pay our players. Yeah. So, and then Mickey Loomis works some black magic at the last minute to get him under the cap. Yeah. And, the, and that's – and I, I honestly – I was thinking about it today, the how – like Cam and Demario are have not been injured. They're still healthy. Don't shut up. <laughs> no, Demario missed some time, didn't but, he? Right, like maybe a game, but like. Shh, well, please, I, I, I do know. not need Demario Davis's elbow exploding <laughs> this no. weekend. Well, in the frigid New York no. weather. That's true. I, but I'm I'm trying to move on from jinxes, so. Um. Oh, let's be adults about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you're right. Out I of mean, everybody. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't want to say the next thing because now you're back in my head. But, um, <laughs> but in anyway, like I where and what's funny is like the book we we both thought the same thing coming into this episode, which is you got nothing to lose at this point. Fuck no. So instead of risking another possibly season-ending injury to Taysom Hill. Mal- mallet finger is what they call it. Yeah. Mallet. Now let that let that sink in just for a second. Mallet finger. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, or, and he played a full 60 minutes. Yeah. Don't get me fucking... Go ahead. Well, no, just, we're going to say next that, point. Like, at this point, why not, why not bring in Ian Book, get him playing time, because essentially the season's pretty much over. Yeah, they have to run the table. I and, think they could lose one game, but yeah, no. All the teams in front of them now well, to get into the playoffs have beaten the Saints. And that in that miracle that could get us in might be the might be sitting on the motherfucking bench. What I'm correct? You know, it wasn't Trevor Simeon. Hey man, Tom Brady came off the bench. Exactly. Well, I don't. I'm not saying that Ian Book's the next Tom Brady, but <laughs> I, you know they tried tre- Trevor Simeon, and that wet fart was not able to do. He's a career backup, and he yeah. proved it. No and, offense, Trevor. I like you. Yeah. 
I'm sure. I'm sure he's a, a, a swell fella. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's got moxie and pizzazz. He doesn't. Which is have, why he keeps getting signed and put on practice. He doesn't squads. have. Uh, I mean, he's Mensel, the Philadelphia's new quarterback. Oh, Mustache Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Minshew. God, we know I mean, Minshew. Trevor Simeon's really trying for that for mm-hmm. that helmet mullet, but you know. Minshew. I you know to me it's like what what do you got to lose and that would play into Peyton's wheelhouse which is you bring in Ian Book and you platoon Taysom Hill out there he could run every fucking trick play from now until the end of the time or do what the Patriots did last night and yeah. throw the ball three times <laughs> I read that this morning and went how was how was that even possible? How do you do and then win? Go ahead. I'm jumping ahead. But no, yes, I mean, you could do that. Ian Book in there, run the ball, have I, Taysom Hill do his thing. As I said, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I mean, as as much as I do love the Saints, like you said, it's like we don't we don't need to beat a dead horse. No. no. Until until maybe that horse comes back alive and then we can like, you know, spend twenty minutes discussing I, it. But so here's what I'm. I'm we, glad five. We got other bigger fish to fry here. I'm glad you can't finish 500 anymore. You either have a winning record or a losing, losing record. record. Yeah. Please don't have a fucking winning record. Yeah, I, I mean, I at this point too is that what you I would say is what I don't want to see them do <laughs> is tank, is purposely lose so that. Like there's going to be some magical draft pick out there. I don't, I, I don't that, even know I, what they would go for yet. I, <laughs> so you got to be a wide receiver or a quarterback. Yeah. Unless Ian books the shining thing, but then how the fuck do you know that if you don't play him? Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre. Not saying, but you know Ian Book was a really good college quarterback. Yeah, I mean, didn't he go to the national championship game with Notre Dame? No, no, that was that. Well, I mean, oh, you're right, because he's been there for three years, so that would have been like. I mean, he was he was the winningest quarterback at Notre Dame so far. So you know who else went to Notre Dame? I mean, that's like Joe Montana, Joe Theismann. Thank you. Rick Meyer was my favorite growing up, but you know. Really? I mean, but it it was this time. Yeah, it was him, Jerome Bettis, and Reggie Brooks. They were fucking amazing. Jerome Bettis is one of my favorites. I still own a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey. (laughs) Sorry, we just got on a tangent. Okay, it was all. We don't need to go old man Notre Dame just yet. Just yet. (laughs) No, we're gonna get there in just a second. But as as you were saying, like apparently, sports as we've been touching on, Bill or Dark Magic is back in Bill Belichick. Because he's he's working something this year, and I'm guessing he really wants that Pat's Tam- Pat's Bucks Super Bowl. Yeah, and at this point, and, that and to quarter- avenge. So that quarterback Mac Jones, right? Yeah, he from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. See, that kid's gonna be just fine. Yeah, I mean, he's and he's it's his second year with with him now. I think it's the first. I think no. they drafted him this year. Or this past draft, if I if I recall correctly, but I mean I, I mean time is a flat circle. This one I don't yeah it doesn't matter. Um, I mean I guess he could have been Cam's backup last year, but I thought they dra- I, I thought the idea was they drafted him to replace Cam. Twenty twenty, he was at the University of 
Alabama until 2020. So he oh, drafted okay. so him in 2020. 20, so last yeah, year he, yeah. he sat slash played. Okay, okay. So you were correct. I was wrong. It doesn't matter. I'll be the point. bigger man here. Okay. <laughs> so my, the whole point of all that bullshit was <laughs> he's had two years under Belichick, and Belichick's yeah. had two years to mold this fucking kid how he wants him to play. Well, and think about it. I mean, you're only required to throw three times in a game? Well, in a primetime game. On Monday too. night against a division rival yeah. for the lead in the division. I mean, I name me a quarterback that wouldn't want that. I mean, I understand you want to post numbers, but, like, the security that that, that means that you have. Yep. That's fucking bananas. It's. And you still win. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the. Th- I, that defense is a Bill Belichick defense. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And now that he's got offensive lines working and a competent quarterback, what have they won, five or six in a row? And in the AFC, which does not seem to want to have No, I think I believe they're right now the team. number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, they're what, like seven or eight and four now or something? like. Eight and four yeah. sounds right. So... But, yeah, and then just think, if anybody wants to go to the Super Bowl, they have to go to New England and play, I'm going to throw the ball three times and beat you in the snow. <laughs> Belichick. <laughs> that's as a fit. That's – I let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that that whole drama line of when Brady left and they're going like, is this the end of Belichick? Like, no, this dude – has system after system in place. Yes, I mean, he had a quarterback, but people forget that they yeah. were rotating in people. Yeah, they had big-name linebackers. Oh, yeah. But, like, everything else was just a rotating cast of people that he... Well, and and you're now seeing it, like, most of their offensive lines are, like, starting back with the, with the 2000 or the 2001 Super Bowl. Those guys are now being elected in mass to the Hall of Fame. Of course. So it's just as offensive linemen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got that back. Yes, they are the first seed in the AFC yeah. and have won seven. So, God, God damn it! Is there? I guess. I guess this begs the question at this point because we we were kind of at this stage last year when when Tampa Bay started turn, or doing their thing, getting their groove on. Is there any point in really watching the NFL? No, I think the NFL has turned into the WWE. I mean, it really has. You could see this coming from a billion (laughs) miles away. There are people salivating right now. Bob Costas, Troy Aikman. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe Joe Buck's... Al Michael's slur in his speech is going to get even more pronounced now. Who's the cre- Jim Nance? Yeah. Is he the creepy guy who does the Masters? Yeah. He is always a little too happy to be there. Oh, well, if you if you had to bounce off a of Tony Romo who's apparently injects the NFL straight into his veins. Yep. He you know what he is? And He's growls Neo. Growls on everyone. He's Neo in the <laughs> Matrix, goddammit. <laughs> Moving on. Well, speaking of things everybody saw coming from um, you know a million years ago, <laughs> this the come on. 
Well, first, of, yeah. So let me let me just start with the section title I have. Fuck the SEC, straight yep, up. That's I, that, I'm, I'm just up. saying I don't. Auburn had Alabama on the ropes, couldn't close it down. So fuck you, Auburn. Like you had you had one job in the in the SEC West, and I didn't watch the game. So no, and it, well, I mean, it, it took, they went into like two overtimes, and of course they couldn't get like their little two two point, point conversion. conversion. And I then, think the last time I saw it, Alabama was up. Yeah, ten or something, and then Georgia, who been dominant all year long, Defense all of a sudden has given up six points yeah, a game. It turns into a wet fart, and they almost get blown out by Alabama. So, yep. in this case, is that I just I like in my mind, this has all been arranged with you know revenue sharing and everything like so, that, so, so that you have. One or it's like one and three in the college playoffs, so that they don't play each other in the first round. Oh yeah, that's where it gets fucking yeah. ridiculous. So by the way, go ahead. The way that I mean, the way that this should end up, and like all of a sudden, magically, Georgia next or the in their first bowl game is going to blow out which, Cincinnati. I mean, yeah, right. And then Alabama will blow out Michigan. That you know, all of a sudden, I, Michigan will not be who we think that they are. So. So that the national championship is between is essentially the, the SEC championship. Uh, it's happened with Bama and LSU. Who else did it in the SEC? And okay, full disclosure: I'm an LSU fan. My oldest son goes to LSU. Yeah, giant LSU fan. We'll get to that more of that in a second. So I hate the SEC too. I guess that's what I was saying. <clears throat> um, yes. The ACC and UEFA have the same business model, <laughs> is is what it is. And right, revenue sharing now, they threw a crumb out there so these kids could get paid. Yeah. And now you come to this college, you're going to win a national championship every year. Well, not even that, but it's like... Or the, you will be helped pushed yeah. in that direction by not only your team... Is that the conference will do whatever they can. And if, if that means like saying like, you know, hey, like don't remember, you know... Like tank, tank this play, do that, so that we love being. This is a conspiracy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, in in all action, I mean, you you Me- think about it from the conference standpoint. I mean, now you're going to have, and theoretically, the way that this should play out is you're going to have your top two teams from each division of your conference. Yep, and you're going to have a replay, three more prime time games. Yep. So that's even you know even more money for the conference, and even more money for both of those, those teams schools. travel like psychopaths. Right. Because down south, that's all you do. You like drink beer and beat your wife and go to college football games. Well, and I, I forget, where's the national champ? Is it in L.A. or something, or is it? So the two semifinals are in it? Dallas and Miami. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 that's right. Yeah, wherever the. I don't know where. I don't think they picked the bowl for the national championship yet or whatever. <laughs> But as you're as you're investing, if I had to, it'll in, yeah. probably be. It'll probably be in Atlanta, just so that they can keep it. You know, Chick Fil A can have its Atlanta. fucking advertisements. Or, you know what would be fitting is if they put it in fucking Vegas. Yeah. And have a bunch of redneck just, Riviera people <laughs> in Vegas spending shit tons of money to watch in, their college teams play instead of beer vendors, vendors people running like the Caesar Sportsbook app and DraftKings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are like in old like prison movies, the guy like just collecting wads of cash in between his hands, like just taking odds right there on the spot. In the underground fight clubs. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
There's a Never mind. We're going to go. A dude named say that, Vinny. And there's a, 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 a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. Writing. Like with short a ch- round. Yeah. With, a ch- with a giant yeah. chalkboard behind him. <laughs> like, like Minnesota Fats playing pool in the background. That was a deep and cut. hey, while we're at it, why don't we just have horse races around the, the, the football? <laughs> this got way off track Ooh, real is... fast. So 2022. I keep keep keep. We're talking. Well, I was gonna say. So we've been we've been teasing it, and let's let's get through it real quickly. So, as you are an LSU fan, yep. As you stated, I grew up a Notre Dame fan. Did not attend the university, but went to other Catholic universities. So, it is the Catholic football team of the country, unless oh, you live I, in I, Boston. I grew up watching Notre Dame. Yeah. So as as. You know, being raised in a Catholic home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you go, if you go to church, you got to watch the team. Correct, um, and we're not lying. Real quick, Lucas Oil Stadium. This oh, it's an indie. Oh, why the fuck would you do that to those kids? <laughs> in January right. too. Fuck. Yeah. Money. So. Lucas Oil. And you can run the betting and the horse track racing all there. So that's a big enough place. Fair enough. So, Everything's downtown. So, on behalf of Notre Dame, you're welcome Thanks. for our old coach. I don't know <laughs> how I feel about it. So, I guess I don't have an opinion, which is strange. Uh, yeah, I well, it, I my opinion is it 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 was shady. As oh God man, damn, it was shady. You got to think there's going to be like a book written about this. It's during LSU being investigated for looking the other way during sexual harassment. Yeah. What the fuck? You know what that is? That's, hey, look over here at this shiny <laughs> new object we just got from Notre Dame. Who? And, Who should be in, never mind. And Brian Kelly decides, I mean, they throw enough money at Brian Kelly that he jumps ship from Notre Dame before they even know what their bowl and playoff implications are. Yeah, like a week before. No, yeah, yeah it was yeah. because Notre Dame was on a bye because yeah. their season had ended. So, I mean, there if if a few things had played out differently, Notre Dame could be in could have been in the playoff. Well, that's I what mean, I was we just about that's what I was just about to say. So, like there were it was all because Cincinnati beat Notre Dame, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so that's yeah. that's the that's the only reason. Um, but the and the I don't want to shit on Brian Kelly too much, but we're, we're, so there's there's just like two quick things. That's fine. Cause a lot of like former Notre Dame players who are in the national spotlight, like Brady Quinn, who's on Fox Sports panel and stuff yeah, like okay. that. Okay. Yep. They're coming out and going, you know, how do you preach commitment and sticking with your team, and you bail before your bowl game? Don't they touch a commitment sign yeah, on the yeah, way to or, the? Yeah, play like a champion <laughs> today. Jesus. Oh yeah, and there or there's like five signs they right, hit on that their they way touch. Out. Okay, it's um, like believe and Ted Lasso. Go but ahead. my favorite was you know crazy cranky old Lou Holtz gets interviewed oh, and he goes sh- and he he, he did bring somebody up somebody really interviewed him. Oh yeah, and and luckily he didn't say anything racist or okay, crazy. Thank God. Um, at least for him. Uh, but he did bring up a very good point about Brian Kelly, which is yes, he is the winningest coach at Notre Dame. But he pointed out he never had like a key victory, in that. So right, because every when I heard we that, up, I went like, "Yeah, every time oh. we went up against an SEC team, murdered." 
just murked. Like, Alabama destroyed us <coughs> in the national championship. Oh, yeah, they did. You got murked by Way them. back. And we had one of the best defenses on by numbers that year. <coughs> Which is why Georgia losing with their 6.9% defense. I mean, yeah. points given up against Alabama. <coughs> I'm choking because I'm so angry. <laughs> so that's what... That is the curious thing I find about LSU is that you hire a guy who has, like, zero wins against the SEC to coach an SEC team and he in Alabama's division. He Right. So, I mean, in that, if you're in Alabama's division, you basically got to win your division, your conference. Yeah. And then hope to play somebody in the conference championship and in the Super Bowl. Right. Like, you're playing four gigantic games – that's outside of having to play Auburn once a year, Florida once a year, Georgia every three years. Well, Your and Ole you got, Misses, Texas you know, A&M. Ole Miss is on the upswing. Mississippi Fuck. State is always hit, hit or miss. They might have another oh, like, like Dak Prescott in the way. They're or something. LSU's bogey squad. Yeah. That they always fuck so, with it's, uh, it, it is curious. But yeah. then, then he hired a former coach under Les Miles who is – I wish I could quote it, but I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. A recruiting genius. Well, there's it's like there's a reason he's he needs that, which is from the from the Notre Dame perspective. I think that w- that was the biggest thing is that over the last two years, the Notre Dame's co- coaching staff, they're in the top five recruiting classes for 2022 yep. and 2023. So you have this happen. The idea is like, oh shit, he's going to take his whole coaching staff with him. Almost no, no one. Yeah, no one left. Well, one dude did the special teams coach. But he didn't come with us. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, he, he did. He did. He did. But that, it's like you you make a transition and offer every one of these dudes a huge raise. Yeah. And they turn you down to stay at Notre Dame. Now, maybe I believe Notre Dame is, you know, I've been there on game days and stuff like that. It is a fucking magical place, but ma- magical it. enough to turn down a multi-million dollar contract? No, with no ties. Yeah, again, something fucking shady is <laughs> was Super definitely under there. <laughs> shady. Um current McNeese State Frank Wilson is who he signed. Oh, he got pulled the dude from McNeese, nice. Yeah. He left, yeah, he was under less miles, like I said. And the, instead of going on... <laughs> Here in, we go. This is the quote. I'm sorry, yeah, go. Known as the nation's, excuse me, one of the nation's best recruiters. Yeah. And well, that basically is it. I don't even know if they say what he coaches. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's like, because that's what the the dude that's going to replace Kelly at Notre Dame. Right. He's been rated recently... Well, yeah, like, you got a top five class. When he, when he worked at Cincinnati, he recruited super high with them. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, he was he was Cincinnati's defensive coordinator until this year, and he got he got offered uh, Marcus Freeman got offered LSU's head coaching job. I, I know he I turned knew that. that down to go work for Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, and now he's Notre Dame's head, head coach. coach. And God, I hope they play each other oh, sooner man. rather than later. Yeah, wouldn't that be beautiful? You or need like, to or get on that, Vince McMahon. I mean, the NCAA. <laughs> well, like, Book that match. In a bowl game would be beautiful. But, like, <laughs> the one thing I would say is right now is, you know, you know I'm going to sit there and wait and see. That's but, um, Marcus my, Freeman, though, he has been coming out and he's saying, 
all all the right, right things, things. Yeah. all of them just beautiful you know who hasn't less <laughs> or not less brian, brian kelly Ooh. and his fake <laughs> southern accent that I was is, hoping that is, you saw that. That is the worst. Come on, man. Hey, y'all. You're just stop. <laughs> just stop. Stop. Less miles if you didn't do that shit when you came down here. Well, I'll give I'll give you one more little thing about about Brian Kelly that'll make you love him. Okay, great. Do you know where he's originally from? No. Boston. <laughs> so he's a Bostonian. Who's Is he Irish? He, I mean, yeah. He, yeah. He's worked in the Midwest his whole career, and then he comes down to LSU and puts on that bad deep <laughs> South too. Like this isn't this is the yeah. deep South. Yeah, I guess what he gets at, like yeah, below I twelve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we didn't even get to my Rangers. Well, I mean, you can always throw a shout out. We got about two more minutes. Or, so no, the sorry, Rangers are back. Thirty seconds. The Rangers back. Their best team in the league. Yeah. Kids are all right. The goalies hurt for a week or so, but that's fine. Yeah, just yeah, you just oh. you just gotta beat right now the best team and the you gotta get past them at some point, but the Capitals at this point. Yeah. Or the Hurricanes. Yeah. Um, so my next point is real quick, it doesn't matter because the Olympics are just gonna fuck everything up. Yeah. Straight up. And that's uh February third is when that starts. I knew that. Yeah. I did. I knew it was right. Yep. Which is crazy because the Super Bowl is like the 10th or something. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's going to be those opening round games, little, you know, and they go by points and shit like that. So it'll be. But that's always just fun. Like, it's always fun to see, like, the Icelandic team face off against the Swedish. And the good thing with hockey is they play, like, during the day over there. Yeah. So you can watch the games during the day here, basically. Or in the super early in the yeah. morning. Actually, yeah, and that'll be. Uh, yeah, no. It might be wrapping up right around Mardi Gras break time. So if we have Mardi Gras, doesn't matter. I'm leaving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're going that to the bottom. Today's podcast has been brought to you by the GD Sauce, a small American business for all of your condiment and hot sauce needs. Head on over to thegdsauce.com and place your order today. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimiak. Web design and social media by Rebecca Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators.